Hey, it's Eli here. You may have noticed that this episode is a little bit shorter and that it's with Gout in College, not a business owner. To avoid confusion, I wanted to check in and tell you that this is the first in a new series of episodes I'm doing about Bozeman's larger entrepreneurial ecosystem. Give it a listen and see what you think. Micro Megos. Located in Bozeman and headquartered on the MSU campus, Gallatin College is Southwest Montana's two-year college and a workforce powerhouse for the region. With their selection of one-year and two-year degree programs, Gallatin College ensures that Bozeman's employers continue to have skilled and ready workers to supply their growing needs. Whether you want to pursue a career in photonics and lasers or cook something up in food service, Gallatin College can help you on your way. For this episode, I braved MSU parking in order to sit down with the program development manager, Stephanie Gray, and dean of the college, Robert Hightala. First, some background. Here in Gallatin County, that's Dean Hightala. We weren't doing two-year education for a long time. There was a bit of a, a missing resource for workforce development. Not only was there a missing resource for workforce development, but students were underserved as well. That's why, in 2005, the then-president of MSU, Jeff Gamble, started an extension of the Great Falls Two-Year College here in Bozeman. There is this little unit located here in Bozeman called the Great Falls College Two-Year Extension in Bozeman affiliated with MSU. Some real long, kind of compiled name. Didn't grow much, couldn't serve a whole lot of students. It wasn't until 2010 that approval was received to allow MSU to offer two-year education and turn the Great Falls Extension into the Gallatin College that we have today. Another important milestone came in 2013, when a 1.5 mil levy went to ballot to raise funds for the college. It passed, and it passed pretty close to 60% of the folks in the county agreeing to raise their taxes to provide some level of funding. Finding enough space has always been a challenge for the college. For a period of time, they had to use space at Bozeman High School. In 2014, they leased additional space and installed an area for machining program, going on to expand the facilities further in 2017 by adding classrooms dedicated to technology and medical classes. These difficulties aren't surprising, though, when one considers just how rapidly growth has occurred in Gallatin College. The enrollment of the college has grown, and it's grown faster than any college or university in the state of Montana. I asked Stephanie Gray what accounts for this rapid growth. We've grown based on what industry is telling us they need. We have been able to meet those needs and talk to our industry and find out what what their needs are currently and what they're projecting their needs are going to be in the future. We haven't really had a time to just sit still and ponder about what we think our next program should be because industry is so good at coming to us and telling us what they need. And luckily, we've been able to respond to those needs. If industry isn't coming to us and we see that, hey, there might be a medical program that we we think might have some uh, workforce demand, we'll go to our medical providers and find out if that's something that they're seeing too, because we need to develop the curriculum and content for our local industry, not what's happening necessarily nationally. 
although we're growing and there's a lot of money in the county right now, you don't ever want to oversaturate the market with students who are, are well-trained, but they can't find a job. Nationally, close to 47% of undergraduate students engaged in higher education are attending some form of two-year institution. This isn't the case in Montana, however. Well, Montana's always been a bit behind on this, and we haven't developed the robust two-year education um, units here in Montana. So our number, if you ask that same question in Montana, what percentage are in a two-year um, two-year college versus a four-year? In Montana, we're about 26% of all undergraduates at a two-year college. So much less than the national average. Um, and, you know, there are probably a lot of reasons for that, given the geography of the state and having two flagship universities. So if you add all that up, it kind of creates this situation where, you know, there are probably students that should be starting at the two-year education uh, level and in a two-year college, both from an affordability standpoint, less student debt, and closer to their uh, local community. So those kind of things. We certainly have work to do in Montana to educate people about the importance of two-year education and how we fit in higher education. And if I could add to that, just purely from the workforce side, in Montana, looking down to 2027, 2024, 21% of the jobs that are projected in the future years will require a bachelor's degree or more. Then that leaves, okay, well, what about the rest of the jobs that are, are we're going to need in Montana? 78% of those jobs are, are going to require an associate's degree or less. So we still have this workforce economy in the state that has not a high level of bachelor's degree requirements for specific jobs. It's wonderful because Bozeman has a very well-educated community right now. But um, if you're just looking at the numbers, 78% of the jobs are going to require an associate's degree or less. And specifically targeted to technical skills that we would offer at a two-year college. One of the hallmarks of a good educational institution is their recognition of the need to develop their programs with the changing nature of work. At the present moment, a particular concern is training people in skills that will be insulated from automation. Computer numerical control technology has changed the face of the machining industry, but Dean Hightala isn't concerned. Actually, he sees it as an opportunity. Well, over the last 20 years, shops across Gallatin County and Park County started moving to computer numerical controlled machining. And if you walk in our uh, education lab and look, I mean, these don't look like an old mill or an old lathe. This is this huge, expensive computer controlled device. And so our students started to learn that. And it was because the workforce needed it. People in those shops that own those shops couldn't get trained, educated folks that could run those machines locally. They were trying to recruit from out of state. And so that first cohort, what was it, Stephanie? We had 14 students that went through, learned those skills in a year. And I think 13 of them had a job 
before they even finish the program. Um, so we really started to meet a workforce need in an area that was becoming more automated. And it wasn't jobs that were being lost. It was, you know, highly trained workers that were needed that weren't here. Robots are learning to do a lot. I asked Stephanie if the future may see the college offering programs that not only teach students a skill such as welding, but show them how to program a robot that can execute those same skills. We are primarily small businesses, so you have to be able to wear a bunch of different hats. You can't just be a machinist. You can't just be a welder. You need to be able to cross over and do other things. So I think, yes, we are going to need to you know, maybe develop programs that you, you learn the skill of welding, but maybe you're a little more interested in coding and you could go help code machines and you specialize in that a little more heavily, but you understand welding and you could weld if you needed to, or vice versa. You really want to just weld, but you know that a robot might be helping you sometimes to do that. And that's the wave of the future in education is, is layering different skill sets with maybe four-year degrees and learning programming and coding along with philosophy I think is going to be the wave of the future. Perhaps unsurprisingly, the healthcare field is expected to see continued growth in Montana, much as in the rest of the United States. And so there's the intent for Gallatin College to continue expanding its offerings in the medical field. Radiology technicians, dental assistants, the list of areas demanding education is extensive. Other sectors are seeing growth too. And Stephanie speaks to some of the areas that are seeing the highest workforce demand. The next industry is accommodation and food service, which sometimes people will say that the wages aren't particularly high there, but it's it's a high demand job. So looking at what different things we could do with our culinary arts program in that arena and our partners at MSU with hospitality management program. And then third is manufacturing. You know, Montana is so lucky. We have, not lucky, we have growth in manufacturing in our state. And that growth is tends to be in food and beverage, machining and equipment, and others such as plastics and printing and those types of things. And so continuing to develop programs around those manufacturing groups, like uh, we're working on an electronics manufacturing certificate that might be another offshoot from the photonics degree since we touch on the electronics and the photonics. And then, you know, construction trades is always out there. Obviously, construction is a high growth industry right now. And so we have to figure out how we can help address some of that need. And it might be partnering with the high school to do apprenticeships. You know, it doesn't necessarily mean we have to do it all. Gallatin College is far from seeing its peak in the community. There is still huge potential for growth both the number of students served and programs offered. And it's pretty clear that Gallatin College today could serve 1,700 students from our community. And so we're literally one-third of the way there. And that's just today. In five years, a population in this county grows, and that number goes up. So in terms of number of students, you know, 1,700 to 2,000 students, realistic in terms of the need. In terms of programs like Stephanie's talked about, we have 13 degree programs now. We could have 40 to meet the needs of our uh, local business. So that's kind of the growth goal of where it needs to head. Of course, there's always room for improvement. And this episode concludes as Dean Hightower speaks to one area in which Montana's two-year education could be doing better. Well, one area we haven't talked much about, which we should mention, is transfer. 
So around the country, if you look at a community college, generally half their students are going there to start pursuing an associate of arts or an associate of science degree with the goal of then transferring to a university. The transfer rate in Montana is very low. We don't have half our students at any of the two-year colleges that are trying to transfer. And that's something we need to invest more time uh, and energy into and work with the four-year universities about seeing that as a really positive path for students to start at the two-year, then move to the university when they have more direction, they've uh, earned an associate degree, they've um, completed credits, and they're established uh, in higher ed in terms of their goals. So we need to do some work on that. If you're interested in learning more about Gallatin College, you should check out their website, where you can find a full list of their workforce programs, as well as information on their dual enrollment program that allows high school students to obtain college credit. Any business leaders interested in speaking to Stephanie about implementing new workforce programs can call her at 406-994-5256. Anyone interested in enrolling as a student can contact the front office with their questions at 406-994-5536. Oh, and one last thing. As I was preparing this episode for release, the news broke that Dean Hightala is planning to retire in the coming year. I would like to take this moment to recognize the exceptional growth that he has brought to Gallatin College during his years of service, and to wish him well in all of his future endeavors. I would like to thank the City of Bozeman, particularly the Public Library and Office of Economic Development, for giving me the opportunity to create this podcast. Additional thanks to Montana Campus Compact and to Gallatin Valley Community Radio for broadcasting the show. Tune your radios to KGVM 95.9 and give them a listen. Original music was provided by the benevolent Jeffrey Lackman, a friend. Feel free to leave a comment. I'd love to hear how you think we can make this better. Subscribe and you'll never miss an episode. And if you're an entrepreneur in the city of Bozeman, or you know an entrepreneur in these parts, let me know. Maybe your story can be the next retail. I can be contacted by email at vista at bozeman.net. That's V-I-S-T-A at bozeman.net.